Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. Family, as I had promised you that I will be talking to Professor Valoi and talking to also Pastor Makubela, sitting in for Abuti Thompson Mashakeni this evening. It is quite an honor for me uh, to be sitting behind this mic at this time of the evening. Well, we are not live, as I said earlier on. We are not live, but uh, we so we won't be able to take your calls nor your comments, uh, but we ask you to send us any messages that you'd like us to get uh, on our WhatsApp number 0826572729 0826572729 it is Thursday live this Tuesday it is Tuesday live this Thursday with me Spongile Mufukeng good evening Pastor Sylvester Makuela uh, good evening Spongile and good evening to the prof uh, good evening to our listeners it's always a pleasure and a blessing for me to join in in these wonderful conversations. Thank you so much, sir. Good evening, Professor Baloyi. Good evening, my good evening, my sister Bongi, and good evening, uh, Pastor Makubele, and all dear listeners outside there. And we are so thankful to have this wonderful opportunity again to converse. You know, they are saying there is nothing impossible with God, and uh, that's why we, we are here. Although circumstances were so difficult, but we managed to be here to be with you so that you can at least share what the word of God is t- is telling us tonight. And we are happy that we can still talk despite all the circumstances. Thank you so much. And I, I greet you all. Wow. So so awesome, Professor, because we are using Zoom. <laughs> God is so good. We thank yeah. God for technology. Yeah. <laughs> but at least the message will be sent across. Yes, we thank God for technology. Now, when I read the book that we are discussing today, Nehemiah 2 from verses 1 to 20, like the whole um, 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 uh, chapter 2 of Nehemiah, when I read this, I thought, thought of where we are today as South Africa. South Africa is burning. Um, and even this morning, we have seen people still looting, even going to um, the, the the warehouses where the stores keep their things uh, to say, now we have looted everything and burned down the stores. Now we are going to the warehouses to get more things uh, this morning as we have been waiting for the SANDF to come through. And I thought, this looks exactly like where we're at because Nehemiah is saddened by the burning of the gates of Jerusalem and he is going to restore the gates. And I was asking myself, then what is our duty as God's children? But let us start with this um, uh, today Bible study on on Nehemiah 2. And and maybe we can marry it with today what's happening in South Africa. And I know it's happening in many other countries, African countries as well. Um, But what do we learn in this? What is the Lord trying to teach us through the book of Nehemiah uh, 2? Professor? Thank you so much, Isibongi. Um, first of all, let me just take a minute or, or seconds just to pray for our country. Let us just pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that we are in South Africa and we are alive during this 
all these challenges, mighty God. We want to thank you that you give us the opportunity to can air out the voice of you through this microphone. We are asking for the blessing to our country. We are asking for the stability and peace. Amen. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, can you hear me now? Yes, sir, we, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, when we read this book of Nehemiah, one thing that you pick up, particularly from the chapter which we, we, we selected to do, which is chapter 2 today, you, you get very, very similarities with what is happening. Unfortunately, this chapter has been chosen last week before most of us even knew that South Africa will be in fire like it is today. It, maybe it was a prophetic voice, I'm not sure, but yeah. it, it's something that was not preempted by many of us. But now, when you read here, it's all about uh, 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 re-establishing what has been stolen, that which has been taken away by the devil, that which has been destroyed and marked out by the devil. And Nehemiah was in that kind of a situation whereby after hearing uh, what has happened in his country, in Jerusalem, in the city, and the gates were burned, the walls were burned down, the temple of God, a uh, place of worship was also down in ashes. You know, he cried to himself until the, the, the king saw in his face because there are things that you can avoid, but there are things that you cannot avoid. People will always see in your face that you have got scars that are caused by some other things that they don't know. So he saw the, those scars. And that, that, that's where we start reading this chapter two, where uh, the king is conversing with this uh, Nehemiah who was uh, who was pouring the wine. He was, his duty was to pour the wine for the king mm. by then king... Uh, exist is. Mm. Then he read from face. Let me tell you, when we get out of South Africa right now, even if I can get out tomorrow, people can read in my face what is happening in South Africa sometimes. And this is where uh, Nehemiah was. But now the, the, the grief and the cry inside him, fortunately, was not about him. It was about the nation of God. And mm. that's where we can start. Mm. Sure, it was about the mission of God. Uh, Pastor Makubel, your take. Uh, thank you very much, Eskongil, and thanks, uh, Prof, for the uh, foundation of this uh, topic as well. As we talk about uh, God of heaven will prosper us as we look at the book of Nehemiah. And remember that when this was happening, this is a, such a topic where the uh, Nehemiah was, uh, I mean, the, 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 the city was on fire as as the book of uh, Nehemiah t uh, 2 talks about. It was on fire, but we see this topic that the Lord will prosper us. Now we can ask ourselves as South Africans now that, you know, when Nehemiah talked about this, because it was like he had faith and trust that God will rebuild the walls, uh, the walls uh, or God will revive the situation. Now, the people in South Africa, those who have lost uh, businesses and, and lives and so forth, uh, can look at this and say, will we be able to gain again that what we have lost? Will we again uh, manage to revive mm. the remaining of this? Because the topic is, we are talking about this, that uh, God will prosper us under this condition is this topic relevant? Yes, it is relevant mm. uh, because, you know, even if there is 
a huge situation. Sometimes, you know, when there is a situation like it is right, right, it is right now in our country, mm. sometimes it is difficult for us to comprehend that uh, God is there also looking. God is there watching. Now, God will revive, but also we should say, what kind of people that God will actually bless? And I believe that um, uh, when we look at the book of uh, of uh, uh, um, Romans chapter number, let me just quickly go there quickly. Mm-hmm. Romans chapter number number thirteen. Mm. Um, this book also called for calm. Romans yeah. number 13, maybe if I can read verse number 1 and 2, it says, Everyone must obey the state authorities, because no authority exists without God's permission. And the existing authority have been put there by God. Hmm. Whosoever opposes the existing authority opposes what God has ordered. And anyone who does so will bring judgment on himself. Hmm. Now, now maybe this is a warning that when we talk about God prospering us, God uh, blessing us, we can ask an, a, an obvious question of people who are looting that, will God also bless those people? Mm. Because the Bible says that we must actually be law-abiding citizens. And when I look at other people looting sometimes, uh, yesterday, I was, I was asking myself when I see people... Uh, um getting huge instruments so i said what will these people tell the children will they say vanaka or something like that yeah but it's it's sort of an embarrassing situation but otherwise uh nehemiah talk of a situation where uh businesses people law law abiding citizens had been traumatized had been uh, threatened. We have seen life threatened, and, and, and even in the book of Nehemiah, or in the time of Nehemiah, there were people who were unsure of their future. There were people who were traumatized, who had been uh, having the traumatic stress symptoms. And I know that uh, most of the law-abiding citizens who are working to, uh, to survive, to support their families, mm. most of them, they are traumatized by this situation and, and, and the future. But the Bible gives us uh, hope that uh, whatever situation it is, we must lose hope, we must not lose hope on him, we must continue to trust in God. Hmm. Sure. We must not lose hope, but continue to trust in God. Now, I don't know. When I look at the book of Nehemiah and we're asking the, the question, um, will the God of heaven really prosper us with what we are going through? We can see that Nehemiah didn't even have a strategy. And in South Africa today, I'm asking myself, do we also have a strategy? Now, what do you do when you find yourself in such a situation where your heart is broken? Um, Bafunzi, uh, Professor Balo, you spoke about how sad or sadness was written on the face of um, 
Nehemiah as he was serving King Zestes. But um, there was sadness on his face. Uh, Pastor Makubela spoke about law-abiding citizens right now with sadness written all over their faces. In this morning, when I saw the police out there trying to bring calm in the areas like Deep Louvre, in, 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 in Durban, um, they, they were trying to bring calm, but there was sadness upon the faces of those who worked in these malls that were shut down, that were um, utterly destroyed. And we know that it's not only those malls that are utterly destroyed. This is affecting the economy economy of the country of South Africa as, as we are marrying uh, the book of Nehemiah 2 as you said professor that it, it could have been a pro uh, it's a prophecy kind of thing that's happening that God was leading us to stand in the gap even to pray for our country as well to stand but now without a strategy what do you do with the sadness that's there and and we are the Nehemiahs of our time the church are the Nehemiahs Will God still prosper us? But what is it that we need to put into place, Professor, to make sure that at the end of the day, the gates and the walls of South Africa are rebuilt? Thank you so much, Sisbongi. You are asking a very beautiful question, and then you also laid out a very good, uh, a very good uh, kind of uh, uh, explanation of, of what has happened. Look, uh, we didn't read, but uh, the, 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 the chapter in which we are of Nehemiah, it's giving us hope. Before I, got, I come to hope, it is divided into two parts. Mm. Verse number one to verse 10 is speaking about preparation. And as you said, in, in, in that verse number one to verse number 10, which I'll quickly read now, yeah. Nehemiah, like he, he was only said, but not having a tangible thing to can do. Yeah. He was devastated. He was out of program. He was out of anything. Actually, there are times when you lose everything, you even lose your own memory, you even lose your own thinking. Mm. Listen, the Bible says it was in the month of uh, of Nisan, on the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was brought for him. I took wine and gave it to the king. I had not been said in his presence before. So it, it, it was a new thing. Eish. So the king asked me, why does your face look so sad when you are not ill? Mm. So it was not was ill and it was known when he was not ill, but the face was shown difference. This can be nothing but sadness of your heart. Yeah. I was very afraid, but said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not look so sad when the city, now the truth is coming out. Yeah. That's the first thing. If you, if you, if you ask the question, uh, my, my sister, what can we do? We start with the truth because the Bible says in the book of John, we shall know the truth and, and the, the truth, truth shall, shall lead us free. Yeah. So the first thing is to get the truth of the matter. What exactly has transpired? And what is it that we need? What is it that the country or the, the citizens want in this country? It's and what truth. is it that the government is wanting? Exactly. We need the truth first before we can we can go further. Mm. And then he said, uh, where my ancestors are buried lies in rains. And his gate have been destroyed by fire. So these are the questions that are coming to him. Then the king said to me, what is it that you want? You see now, God can only ask us, what is it Yo. that we want as long as we approach him? Yeah. He wants to help. He's waiting for us to come forward. There is one thing that I have learned with our God, the God that we say. He is God who waits for us to take some amount of responsibility to come and report to him in prayer. 
mm. so that he can take an exit. So he will start asking us exactly what is it that he must do for us. Mm. But for now, we are still lost in the desert, all of us. We are asking these difficult questions. What is it? This morning I was watching news. Very soon you will find a shortage of petrol. There won't be movement maybe in some parts of KwaZulu Natal because this morning a lot of stations, petrol stations have been closed. And there was a long queue of people just fighting for, for petrol mm. already. Mm. Let us forget about a loaf of bread from shop right or whatsoever because those shops have been closed already. So this is where we should I, I know. I drove. I, I found myself driving from one store to another yesterday trying to look for bread mm -hmm. just bread mm -hmm. mm. you see now when i'm going as a country it's somewhere where some no one can explain mm. but this god in verse number four who is saying what is it that you want yeah because i'm taking out the way taking access and put them as a king of heaven who is mm. asking what is it is having power what is it that we want from him mm. but then into the prayer then i pray to god of heavens and i answered the king so we pray before we answer we pray before we come with the truth mm. if it pleases the and if your servant has found favor in his sight let him send me to the city of judah look now as much as he prayed now the strategy comes out the only strategy he can do is to go to the city before that, he was not knowing what to do. He was only mourning and he was only sad, all scarce written in his face. But only after a prayer, now he knows at least what to ask from the king. Mm. Before that, he was not even aware what he can ask from the king. Mm. Now he even knows what I can ask from the king just to give me permission to go there and investigate. Because after the truth, you must also investigate. Yeah. We don't take action before yeah. we investigate. Yeah. So these things must investigated so that we can know to the bottom line what is it that has transpired mm. what is it that we are looking where can we fix this we need real people to can observe and to investigate all these matters out and we come out with the truth that's when we can know the action moving forward my sister i'm not sure whether i answered very well sure I, I i was expecting uh, a professor to get to verse 10 as he promised <laughs> Okay, let me go there. Yeah, let me get there. Let me get there. Thank you so much. I was just thinking of time, but let me get there. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to go there. Yeah. Listen now. When we go on from verse number five, he answered what he answered, saying, if it pleases the king, and if your, your, your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city of Judah, where my ancestors are buried, mm. so that I can build it. Listen now. He's not talking in plural. He's talking alone. Yeah. I can not yet inclusive he's still exclusive yeah. he's talking about him he's giving himself in we start with ourselves if we want to sort out the problems in south africa start with yourself there don't start with many people say what is it the role that i can play to return the country to its normality myself where i am before you include other people okay let's go on first number six then the king with the queen seated behind beside him he asked how long will you take yeah. And when will you get back? These already are the signs that the king is ready to help. And these are the signs to show that I am talking to someone who is ready to take my scars away from my face. And yeah. this is the king of heaven that I'm talking about now. Mm. He is ready to remove. As long as we converse with him, as long as we engage with him, as long as we give ourselves time, sometimes without, without even eating our food, but saying, God, 
We do have our refrigerators with many things inside. But here we need your face. We seek your face. This is the situation that is beyond our control. We only need you to take, to take us by hand. Verse number seven. I also say to him, if it pleases the king, may I have letters, not the strategist, my sister, it's coming out, Pastor Mabubet. Now he is knowing what is wanted. Mm. After a prayer, now he even knows the letters will be wanted for the governors to give him permissions when he was crossing through all the boundaries. He need to have some letters. All these things were not there with, with him before. And then, verse number eight, and I may have letter to Asaf, keeper of royal power. So he will give me timber. Listen, now everything is coming to place. When we pray, everything will come to place. Yeah. Every loose piece will come to the place. Now he wants even he even knows who will give him the timber. Mm. He knows how to ask for the timber. The permission of the king is more vital for him to go out to ask from Asaf so that he can he can get the timber to make beams for the gates and for the citadel by the temple and for the city walls and for the residence that he will occupy. And because of the gracious hand of my God, listen now, was 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 on me. The king. The kings that we have on this land, they are also below the biggest king, that is God. Yeah. So when we pray to them, he gives them wisdom and he gives them this kind of supportive spirit. We need our mm. presidents, we need our cabinet, we need everyone in the country to come to board on this problem. But we need above all of them, we need God to instruct them. We mm. need God to give them direction. We need God to show them the doors. Because that's, that, that's how we can find the solution. When I was listening to the president yesterday, looking at his face, I could see he almost even cried there. It but was the same can... face as the Hemaya's face. <laughs> yeah, I, I could read what was what, what is happening in Nehemiah's what was happening in Nehemiah's face because he was almost crying there. I could see some tears in his eyes, but he could not let, let them out, go out because, you know, in Africa we have this thing of saying, Lions do, tigers do not cry, and all those kind of things. And I could see he was so devastated. He was not knowing at least what to do. But we need the king above him, the king of kings, the creator of the heavens and the earth, to guide him and his cabinet, to show us the way. As much as each one of us can fall into, into the place as the loose pieces to build. So I went, now it's verse number nine. So I went to the governors of Trans Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. Listen, now everything is now falling to place after a prayer and after requesting the king. Mm. The king had, had also sent army officers and the, and, and the cavalry with me. Listen, now he's even getting the protection that he was not supposed to get. Mm. He was just an ordinary like, a slave for that matter. But now he's even given those blue lights to go with him to, to, to take him wherever he's going to do the work. And now he's doing everything. But unfortunately, the verse that you speak about, it's showing us that when you rise up, yeah. you will always some you will always meet some 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 hot wind up there. Yeah. They say when you go up to the sky, you don't reach there so easily. You will meet some wind. I had my own slogan somewhere in my office, which I wrote every um it was encouraging me. I wrote every uh, height that we go, you go against the wind. Mm. That's where you can go to the to the highest level without going against the winds, and this is what we this is what we see when Sanibalat 
and Har the Haronite mm. and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about this, they were very much disturbed that someone has come to promote the welfare of the Israelites. There are people who do not want the welfare of South Africans. Yeah. Yeah. Do not want the welfare of all the Africans who are living in South Africa. Yeah. And hence are happening. But sure. that, those are the people that we need to identify to see who are they. Sanibalak was known and Tobiah was known. But fortunately enough, they did not play it hiding. They were in the open space and everyone could see that they are they are want to send their hostility against the rebuilders of the world. Mm. So whenever you want to rise to change things for the common good of the people in the in, in your country, you must know you will face some kind Challenges. of resistance. Yeah. Yes, you 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 come against resistance. It's just like when we are building the churches. When we are building the churches here, you find all the resistance that you were not you were not uh, anticipating. When you build your own profile in your workplace, you will always these are these are normal things to be to be coming. But the only thing is, how would you manage them without God? You need God to manage them. Mm. Alrighty then, mm. let's take a break. Thank you so much, there, Professor uh, Baloi. We yo, we are learning. These are the things that we need to put into place in our current time uh, when we are looking at South yeah. Africa and we are saying that we need to rebuild our walls as uh, South Africans, especially those that are called by His names, uh, by His name the ambassadors of heaven alrighty then let's take a break we are coming back if you need prayer please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or whatsapp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.